This is Cruise Control. Control. Your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Staub and Les Jackson. Control. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Control. Industry news. We'll fix or repair your car on the air. Control. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Now, your ride is about to begin. Control. Because you're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Cruise Control. And hello, welcome. This is Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. We're here as we are every single week. Les Jackson at the wheel of the Cruise Control van. Fred Staub over there at the passenger seat, noticing we just hit a bump and the hubcaps came off, and they're they're actually spinning right along with us. Yeah, I, I attach them with fishing line, Les. I think it's the best way. It's safer for everyone, don't you think? Uh, I hope so. Yeah. yeah. Don't run over them, though. Yeah. Well, the big story this week, it's uh, been almost a week since the strike started at GM, and it continues with plants idle and workers on the street. GM is losing $100 million a day, and we ask, is Mary Barra's job in jeopardy? Um... Well, I have my own guess on that, but we'll certainly be talking about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, further in the bad news category, uh, it was supposed to be Kia's Halo vehicle, uh, and, it, and it was going to drive customers to the showroom. Uh, we think it's pretty cool, but the problem is people aren't buying it. Yeah, we'll tell you what that is. <laughs> and no, it's not an SUV. <laughs> No, yeah. no, it's not. And the production of some hybrid and even electric sedans is coming to a close. We'll tell you why. Sort of the same reason as the as the item above. Yes, indeed. Uh, this is depressing. Anyway, the uh, AAA says longer loans are bad for car buyers. Well, let's face it, the longer you have a loan, the more interest you're paying. Yeah, did you ever go into a dealership and they're like, don't worry, it's all about the payments. But how long do the payments last and how much interest am I paying and what is the total cost of the vehicle? All good questions to ask, right? Very good questions to ask and most people don't ask those. Mm, No. And we're we're gonna talk some tech. Porsche is offering an engine noise option for one of its new models. It's a guy going like this. That sounds like a 56 Ford, but anyway. <laughs> that's the <laughs> well, option. Uh, Make your car sound vintage. <laughs> that's it. Mm. Uh, and I am going to give an at-the-wheel review of the Mercedes A220 AMG, mm. which is a car. <laughs> Which Not is an a, SUV. Wow. And uh, that, once we get rolling uh, on cruise control this week, mm-hmm. and we'll have a lot of fun. Yeah, we sure will. Uh, you also have a lot of fun if you head on over to cruisecontrolradio.com. And uh, right there, you can link to our Facebook page and all the rest of our social media uh, operations, Instagram, YouTube, all there, cruisecontrolradio.com. I'm Fred Staub. He's Les Jackson. You've tuned in to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. We will be right back. We're just getting started, so stay tuned.
Listen to the live feed of Cruise Control Radio every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com to find out how to do it. Is your car starting to show its age? Over time, paint becomes oxidized, faded, and scratched. But you can restore that tired paint and repair those scratches with the paint restoration system from 3M. It's an affordable way to make those repairs in your garage in just one afternoon with basic tools. The kit contains all of the restoration products and polishing pads you need to bring your vehicle's paint back to like new condition. For more information, visit www.3mcarcare.com. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine with Fred Stop and Les Jackson. We are glad you are buckled into the back of the van. Always wise to be buckled in because we are on the road searching out the biggest stories in the automotive industry this week. Of course, tomorrow marks one week that the uh, GM UAW uh, employees went out on strike. There's 55 factories and parts warehouses across the country that are on strike. 50,000 United Auto Workers out on the uh, streets. Um, There's been some progress. Uh, but, uh, so far, uh, what's happening is GM is possibly losing up to a hundred million dollars a day, um, which you can't do for a long time. Can you? Well, uh, you know, unless you have an extremely large pocketbook, mm-hmm. um, which I don't know anyone who does, but uh, that this, this really, uh, is a dilemma. I, I think that, um. You know, when you see a lot on the news or we hear from inside the industry, I think a lot of a lot of people are underestimating uh, what a problem this is. Now, for GM, they have a a huge day supply of things that people want. Uh, No, it is not the uh, Malibu (laughs) or the Impala. Uh, They have a huge day supply of. Uh, the SUVs of every size, uh, many of them are 90-day supplies. Typically, it's about a 60-day supply of vehicles before you run out of vehicles. That's what they mean by day supply. Um, so far, all that means is if you want a, a red ginormous Suburban, you might have to wait till it's brought in from a another dealer. So it has not really in any way um, inconvenienced uh, people. Um, buyers, but uh, the longer it goes on, it could. But the bigger thing is and this $100 million a day cost. And also, uh, it could lead it could lead to GM getting uh, downgraded to junk bond status. Their credit rating could be downgraded to junk bond status. And this is according to Moody's Investor Service. And that would make it much more difficult uh, and costly for GM to borrow money. These are not good. This is not good. Not good at all. And then, of course, uh, you always look at the CEO's uh, vulnerability. Yep. Mary Bauer, the CEO of GM. It is the first uh, stoppage of work uh, since she took the helm at 2014. Uh, This is according to Yahoo's Finance First Trade, this article. Um, and, uh, she's under a lot of, uh, pressure politically from president Trump and also from her board, I'm sure. And her, 
uh, her investors, her stock owners, right? Well, that's right. Um, none of this is going to um, is going to ensure uh, her her job for very long. Yeah, and and uh, there's really no good prediction on how long this strike is going to last. Uh, which normally you do get uh, pretty good indications. Well, it's going to go on for another ten days or something like that. But yeah, and and this is different. You know, there was the debacle this year of closing two plants and moving uh, or, or launching a new SUV, that uh, the Chevy Blazer that is built in Mexico. It kind of happened all at the same time, which really, <laughs> you got to wonder, PR-wise, that was not the best move to do that all in one shot, was it? No, uh we, we we still shake our heads about that one. Yeah, not not the best. But, um, you know, uh, it's hard to say. If this goes on for another couple of weeks, I think you, uh, Mary Barra, could be in trouble for sure. Well, very true. And uh, what really bothers me as much uh, about all this is the fact that GM's rating could go to junk bond status. Ford's rating is already junk status. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it wasn't long ago that they were they were considered blue chip stocks that would right. never, never ever give you problems. Yeah, that that was the what you put into your portfolio as a safe investment that'd always be making money. But oh, how the auto industry has changed, and we're here to tell you about it on Cruise Control Radio. Another uh, change, of course, is people just don't want sedans or coupes or anything that does not have a high seating location. And uh, I actually went on the launch of this vehicle. I thought it was pretty cool. It was one of the steps for Kia to kind of move out of the small but reliable uh, compact car uh, range and become a premium player. We're talking about the Kia Stinger, and uh, it was supposed to be a halo car, but it's uh, it's not uh, it's not selling well at all. It arrived back in 2017, and uh, we're going to tell you a little bit about it when we come back. Why it's not selling? So stay tuned to Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. For the latest updates on Cruise Control, follow us on Twitter at Cruise Control Rad. That's C-R-U-I-S-E-C-T-R-L-R-A-D. Cruise Control Rad. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control. Lesson Fred at the wheel of the van. We were talking before the break about... A really good car that's not selling, the Kia Stinger. Yeah, very premium car, Les. Uh, of course, uh, it was designed by some of the folks that designed Audis, and it was de- designed to take on cars that cost a lot more but give you a lot of performance, a lot of style. Great car, drove nice. Yep, yep. Uh, revealed back in 2017, I had a chance to drive it. Uh, but only a total of 16,806 Stingers were sold in the U.S. in 2018. Uh, and that number's probably going to drop for this year because sales have been down every month so far. Well, general sales have been down mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. It's a global 
sedan slump. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I really find this depressing, but but it is what it is. And uh, Kia, at least as far as the U.S. is concerned, is actually talking about maybe pulling it out. Yeah, uh, Australia's Car Advice magazine uh, spoke with uh, the automaker's vice president and senior chief designer. And uh, they said uh, there may uh, not be a second version of this. There may not be a second generation of it. Uh, we, they say they never expected to do massive volumes. It was a halo car, uh, but they did want it to be successful in America. Uh, they had very high expectations for that market. And it, it has not done that well. Um but, you know, who knows? Do you think they'll stick it out? Uh, maybe they'll make a Stinger SUV. <laughs> yeah. That well, seems to be uh, the way to oh, do it. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of inevitable. I, I think they'll stick it out for a while. Kia and Hyundai uh, are just dynamite companies. Mm-hmm. And they, they tend to be in it for the long haul. But, uh, you know, it, I, I don't see this improving. Yeah, I, is I there a market any- anywhere? Yeah. For a premium two-door, uh, you know, GT car from Kia. Um, even even some of the more expensive brands are having trouble selling that type of vehicle, you know. And I don't know. I don't know if we'll see another one. It uh, is a cool car, though, certainly. Uh, and, it is. Uh, it's reliable. And probably some of the two-year-old ones now that are coming on to the market or probably a lot of fun for the money, wouldn't you say? I would say so. I've actually been studying uh, used car, uh, you know, one and two year old um, Hyundai, Kia particularly, and boy, they're great bargains. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So you are listening to Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. Uh, In general, we're seeing sedans go away. It was announced this week uh, that one of them from GM is going away and uh, it, it makes you scratch your head when everyone's talking about sustainability and getting more miles per gallon but uh, they're going to get rid of the chevrolet malibu hybrid and uh, at the end of the 2019 model year uh, this is according to green car reports and listen to this it's a pretty good vehicle i mean the malibu hybrid was introduced in 2016 Uses a similar setup to the Volt uh, with a 1.8 liter uh, Ecotec four-cylinder engine and two electric motors, but with a smaller battery pack. But when you combine it all, it was rated at 48 miles to the gallon in the city, 45 highway, and 47 combined. And that's a pretty big car, isn't it? Well, it is. Um, And again, because people are really either choosing not to have anything like this or full electric, mm-hmm. uh, there's just, uh, there's less and less interest in hybrids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, sad, sad, because that is a great, uh, a great mileage, mile per gallon on a car that is not that big. Uh, I bet you could get a deal on one of those. I'll bet you could. Uh, now, they don't make any money on it as it is. Mm-hmm. And... Yet. And of course, they never will now. But yeah, 
And overall, Malibu will probably go away, I think. Uh, through the second quarter of 2019, Chevy had delivered 65,171 Malibus. That's down 14% from 17,417 delivered in the second quarter of 2018. Um, it, it's going to get to a point where you will not have a sedan anymore, isn't it? It's It just seems inevitable. I, I don't. I, I just don't see any kind of a of a resurrection and then you know what will happen people will rediscover sedans with the new low seating location uh and like a corolla that once cost twenty five thousand dollars will cost fifty thousand because it's a a new concept sleek low riding (laughs) four-door what do you think uh i think you're right but it's it's going to have to be almost like a nostalgia yeah it'll be a nostalgia thing um, here's a quirky electric car that won't be making the trip to another generation. And that is the BMW i3. Um, I always thought it was out there, the design. Um, and, uh, Peter, uh, Noda, who is BMW sales and marketing chief confirmed to financial times that the BMW will not renew the i3. If you've never seen it, uh, how can I describe it? It looks sort of like a BMW in the front. It's very narrow and tall. It's got a strange uh, uh, design of the side windows and doors. Uh, There was, we did a story on this vehicle that someone was able to lease one for $15 a month. Remember that? (laughs) That's right. Because people weren't buying it and he was a BMW owner and he searched it out, got the deal for 15 bucks a month. I would drive it. How about you? Wow. For 15 a month, I'll drive anything. (laughs) Um, it, you know, the, I think also that people are moving away from the, it's just like what happened with hybrids. People are moving away from, look, I drive an electric car style and wanting just an electric three series, you know, uh, or wanting an electric F-150. They just want it to be electric without it looking electric. Right. And maybe it's a little bit too much because... They're not only transitioning from fossil fuel, but they're transitioning to a bizarre-looking car. Uh, maybe if you can take one of those things out of the equation, have it be a familiar shape, uh, then that can ease some people's transition to electric vehicles. Um, but i3 was really bizarre. I remember when I saw the first one, I thought, wow, what the heck is that? Um, and, and maybe it was needlessly you know, out there. But uh, BMW has pledged to add 13 all-new electric vehicles to its lineup by 2023 as part of its electrification strategy. Remember, uh, electrification doesn't mean necessarily full EV power. It could mean uh, plug-in hybrids or hybrids. So I I think virtually every car will have some kind of hybrid system in the future, or every SUV, I should say. Yeah, I think every uh, every vehicle, every personal vehicle will. Uh, would it, it, would it, ten years from now, I think uh, gas powered uh, vehicles are going to be very rare. You mean fully gas powered? Yeah, electrified yeah. in some way, whether it's a hybrid or or an EV, will be common. Will be the most common, but but like a um, just a regular gas engine vehicle. 
And, you know, frankly, too, right now, if you're going out to buy a vehicle, you look at things like the Nissan Versa that's just come out or some of the other ones, you can get into the 40s with these vehicles as well. So right now, it's not a bad idea either to look for something like that. If you're, that's right. If you're just not comfortable yet with going with a hybrid or, or something like that. But hybrid technology is very mature right now. And, uh, and it's fine. So you're not going out on a, a tree limb there. Hey, when we come back, we're going to have uh, some information about why longer loans are bad for car buyers from the AAA. And we're also going to talk tech about Porsche offering an engine noise option on one of its new models. We'll be right back on Cruise Control Radio with Fred Staub and Wes Jackson. Cruise Control Radio goes live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. To listen, click the link on our homepage. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control Radio. Maybe you're uh, headed out to uh, the auto industry, uh, the auto industry, the auto automotive showroom. Hi, I'm Fred Staub. He's Les Jackson. We're in the cruise control van, taking you on a ride around the automotive industry. All the latest news, a lot of big things going on this week. The strike continues at General Motors. The trend towards uh, SUVs continues. Models are being eliminated. Models are being revealed. And maybe you're itching to buy a new vehicle, Les Jackson. But, uh, <laughs> but you go in there and you say, hey, that pickup truck I want is now $90,000. <laughs> and they say, no problem. You know, we'll give you a 72-month loan for a vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> and the payments are this. Because look at those payments. That's not bad. But... According to the AAA, the average yearly cost of owning a vehicle is creeping up of close to $10,000, and it's driven by shifting finance conditions. It's uh, all found in a new study conducted from June 1st, 2018 to May 31st, 2019. The AAA determined that longer loans are to blame when customers are opting for lower monthly payments. So you're... (laughs) It's like, uh, yeah, always ask, what is the cost of the vehicle? What is the cost, total cost of the financing? How many months do I have to pay for this thing? Just because you say, well, I can afford 500 a month or 300 a month. You know, if you pay it over a lot more months, you know, typically what, what's the typical loan or was the typical loan? 36 well, it months? Originally was, originally was, uh, the most common was three years. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, gosh, close to 20 years ago, it became much more common for four years. And here's the problem with this, because by the time you pay this off, it is not worth what you, you paid it. As a matter of fact, you, you're going to be paying over 72 months, all this money, and you're going to be hit with the hardest depreciation out there, aren't you? Well, yes, you are. Typically, with a 72-month loan, on on average, by the time you reach about the 45th month, Mm -hmm. uh, you're now upside down on the loan. You owe more than the thing is worth. Yes. 
AAA's research indicates that on average, every year added to the life of a loan tax on an extra $1,000 in total finance charges. And let's face it, this is where dealer, if you're financing through a dealer, this is where they make a lot of their money. They don't make a big amount of money on selling you a car. What do they make? A thousand dollars? If if that, yeah, um, yeah, really, the money is in the in the financing and in the uh, service eventually down the line too. Right. Um, but the overall cost of a new car purchase jumped twenty four percent in a twelve month period by the study. Now some of that is due to the fact that we have a lot more safety um, safety systems that are standard, which is worth paying for. That's worth paying for. Things like, uh, you know, um, crash avoidance and crash mitigation, lane keeping, things like that. That's worth paying for. And it probably taxed, what, a couple of thousand dollars onto the price of the car, maybe? Well, at the most. Yeah. Um, and but the fact is, you know, the transaction price of the average car is now at like thirty six thousand dollars. Do you think most people, when they go in to buy a car, they load it up? I mean, do does anyone buy a base model with cloth seats and? I mean, you can't get crank uh, windows few, anymore. But, but when we talk to the uh, you know to the marketing people at the car companies, um, they all say the same thing that people buy on average the 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 next. Uh, package up mm-hmm. for, and that's the one that's uh, it's specifically marketed that way you know you're getting most of the stuff that people want mm-hmm. and that's that's where they want the price to be for the for the car it, it just seems to me if we've reached the 72 month thing mm-hmm. um, wouldn't you just be better off leasing it perhaps Perhaps, and then you would not have an old vehicle at the end of the lease. You would get another vehicle, probably. That's right. And it, it's going to be, it's just going to be cheaper, I think, in the long run than than this fixed payment for 72 months. Yes, you're always going to have a payment. Um, but in the end, I think you've spent less money. Now, the study, it's interesting, also found about what we were talking about, depreciation, the rate at which the vehicle loses value, and that is the biggest cost of ownership. Depreciation represents more than a third of the average annual cost of owning a vehicle. New vehicle today loses an average of $3,334 of value per year. Yeah. That's 1.4% or $45 more than the year earlier. Uh, small and medium sedans actually saw a depreciation costs actually decline. So <laughs> if you well, want to buy a new vehicle, you should buy a sedan because nobody's buying them and they, they'd like to move them. And if you want to buy a, a SUV or a truck, you should buy something that's two or three years old, right? Absolutely. Uh, the deals are incredible. I, I've seen vehicles that are two or three years old that only have 8,000 miles on it. That's pretty oh, yeah. good. And there's a lot of them. If you look on things like Vroom or uh, um, what's the other one, Car uh, Carvana, uh, there are a lot of vehicles that have, I would say, let's, let's, let's be more liberal with our interpretation, probably in the... Uh, 
eight to 15,000 miles on it, which is nothing, really. That's right. In fact, there's a site that uh, just specializes in off-lease vehicles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, of course, all of those are going to have less than 15,000. And they're probably all reconditioned when they come back in. So they do paintless dent removal if there's any dents. They repaint the bumper covers if there's a scratch on them, and it's gone through, right? That's right. So it's, uh, it, it, you know, there are just so many better ways to uh, own a, a vehicle without fixing yourself or locking yourself into what's going to be a very expensive long-term payment. It's really a losing, it's a, it's a losing financial approach. It's better, it's better to lease probably now you're right. Or if you really want a new vehicle or better to, um, buy something that's, that's really certified, pay a little more, but get something that's certified that where you can go back and, and get it repaired if it needs to be still has some of the factory warranty and not a lot of miles on it. And here's the good thing. If you say, oh, well, the infotainment and that is outdated, you can add that in. <laughs> you know, you can add that sure. in and update that. And uh, and now some of the used vehicles are, you'll start to see them with things like adaptive cruise control and crash mitigation and that. They're just starting to get into that used um, range. So... So it's coming. Hey, uh, what also is coming is electric vehicles. People are probably going to miss the sound, the engine sound, um, which I like that. But uh, if you're buying a new Porsche Taycan, and that's the way it said Tai, even though it's T-A-Y-C-A-N, Tai, engine noise, there's an engine noise option for this. Uh, so what you, Jalopnik found this out, uh, the Porsche Taycan Turbo, there's a option called Porsche Electric Sport Sound priced at $500. How's that? Um, I want, I want mine to sound like, <laughs> like an arc, yeah, an like electric arc. arc. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, folding mirrors are just $330. That's a lot of money on this stuff, is it? I mean, you get folding mirrors on less expensive cars. Um, and the Porsche LED matrix dynamic light system is only $80. That's a deal, you know? Hmm. So, uh, $80 more than the Porsche electric sports, I should say. Right. And you can get a fire extinguisher for $140. (laughs) Pop for the fire and, extinguisher, Les. When you when the car is collectible, you can say, "Hey, uh, look, I've got the optional fire extinguisher." Although I don't know pay, how that can cost one hundred and forty dollars because they put a logo a on it. Well, if you could, if you pay five hundred dollars, they get you fifty music albums. <laughs> that's right. To download. Well, that's that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. So. You know, uh, but once again, probably all of these vehicles that come to the dealer will have that option on it, I bet anything. Oh, sure. Yeah, so. Would that do it for you? I mean, I've heard other vehicles where they have sound piped in, and sometimes, uh, at first, you hear it, it sounds good, and then after a while, you're like, wow, this is really fake. It's like a synthesized yeah. and then, engine sound. Then you you can't not notice it. <laughs> 
Yeah, it really stands out. Exactly, exactly. Hey, well, stay tuned to Cruise Control Radio because we come back with a review, an at-the-wheel review, of the Mercedes A220 AMG right here on Cruise Control. Cruise Control Radio goes live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. To listen, click the link on our homepage. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com. Feeling a little dim? Don't blame your brain or the weather. Hazy headlights may be the problem. Hazed or cloudy plastic headlights can reduce your vehicle's visibility on the road, making it very difficult to see the road and for other cars to see you. Now you can restore plastic headlight lenses to like-new clarity with the Lens Renewal Kit from 3M, an easy-to-use solution for removing the yellowing and hazing that reduces headlight performance and visibility. For more information, visit www.3mcarcare.com. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control. Lesson Fred here. Well, guess what, Fred? What? Uh, I am going to uh, give an at-the-wheel review of uh, a, a little Mercedes. A little Mercedes. Okay. I mean, it's not it's not that little. <laughs> okay. But it's uh, it's the A-class, which is their their sedan. Okay. Uh, so you know, it's not a huge car. It's the A220. Uh, now this is the AMG version. But don't get excited because it's not really high performance. <laughs> uh, okay. They, this uh, is the no, entry honestly. entry level one. Is this the one that has actually got <laughs> Nissan underpinnings? No, 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 no. Uh, well, uh, sort of. It's got the uh, four-cylinder turbo inline engine. Mm-hmm. Uh, 188 horsepower, only 221 pound-feet of torque. That's an AMG? Uh, it's the, <laughs> yes, it is. Okay. Uh, it it because well, I'll tell you later. Uh, and it and it has um, formatic uh, all wheel drive. That's okay. good. That's good. Uh, seven speed uh, uh, automatic mm-hmm. again. Now that, but it feels like a CVT. I think that's built by Nissan, isn't it? I uh, ha- I, I believe, uh, I believe it is, but it's got that rubber bandy uh, acceleration that you get with a CVT, but it's... You normally don't get that on Nissans, though. No, no, not at all. This this is what Mercedes has built into it. Now, overall, it's a very attractive looking car. It's, it's this, uh, you know, it's just a very nice shape. Mm-hmm. It's, it's rounded. Uh, the interior is quite nice and quite comfortable although all of the dash vents and i wish i could show you a picture all of the dash vents are round okay um, and they look like uh alloy wheels well that's kind of cool but they look like dodge alloy wheels (laughs) oh that's not you know just a little bit too busy looking okay I mean, I, I I applaud them because they have all everything is chrome bezels and chrome plating on these outlets, but so it's a little bit reminiscent of the past, but uh, it, a, a wee bit too busy. A couple of my passengers said, "Boy, these things really really uh, hit you in the face." Mm-hmm. Um, but it, you know, it's, it's certainly well done. It's it's put together well. Uh, now, it, with the basic car you get 
all of the things you would expect mm-hmm. uh, in terms of comfort and safety and Android Auto, naturally, Apple CarPlay, naturally, keyless start. Mm-hmm. Um, and that alone makes it nice. But then you get the 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 equipment packages, one of which is the AMG package, which really is just body styling, mm-hmm. uh, perforated front discs, <laughs> chrome-plated grill, mm-hmm. uh, larger wheels, very, very low-profile tires, and uh, and the uh, the the active automatic suspension adaptive damping system. Okay. Now all of this stuff ends up costing a lot of money. So you're not getting engine performance, but you're I will give them credit. You know how I am about low profile tires and 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 right quality. Right. This gives you both the best of both worlds. Uh, <laughs> very low profile tires. Uh, like 40 series. <laughs> okay. But the ride is dead smooth. Wow. So they have engineered, put the engineering into the suspension rather than just slapping right. the big wheels and brakes on something. That's right. And you you have four uh, comfort, well, suspension settings. You have eco, comfort, um, firm, and race. <laughs> you and, left it in race you, mode all the time. You right? really will notice the difference when you go through these different settings. Needless to say, in the city, uh, I'm on comfort all the time. Okay. Uh, but if you want to get uh, bone shaking, you can certainly push the button. <laughs> it has a little like dog bone there that you press. That's right. Uh, it's got now the part of the option groups. I'll mention the pricing uh, in a little bit. Uh, part of the option groups that's in it uh, a great heads up display. Mm-hmm. Uh, really nice. Uh, obviously, self braking, self parking. Right. Uh, the driver assistance package. Which alone is is a twenty three hundred dollar option uh, gives you the active brake assist and uh, cross traffic uh, warnings, uh, active distance, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. That uh, that it's super high tech and it and it works beautifully. Um, so it's essentially you know tier level three semi self driving. Okay. Uh, very, very quiet inside. Very cool. Uh, unless you want to turn on <laughs> the, the, uh, the sound system, which if, if you want a good sound system, it's a good one. Uh, all this sounds great, but that just doesn't sound like, how much horsepower was it? 180 something? 188. Uh, it, believe me, it's not a fast car. It, it's, it's, it's uh, peppy, mm-hmm. but that's it. Okay. Um, it, this is not an AMG barnstorming, you know, throw you in the back of the seat car. This Where is Klaus designed... signed the engine. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also rather pricey. The base car is 34500 Wow. But the equipment packages, of which there are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 16 packages, mm-hmm. brings it to 49785 Wow. Uh, so, and that's frankly the way they want to sell these. I, I dare say the dealers, that's that's what's in the lots. The loaded up ones, yeah. Yeah. Um, now, 
uh, it of course uses premium fuel and it does give you 25 city 33 highway right but they actually tell you you spend a thousand dollars more in fuel costs over five years compared to the average new vehicle and that's because you're buying premium all the time right that's because you're buying premium yeah uh, so it, 51% of the parts come from Mexico. Yep. It is. Uh, I, I did a little checking is actually built in a, uh, plant in central Mexico where Nissan manufactures the infinity QX 50 SUV. Right. And Daimler and Nissan hold 50% of the shares of the, um, of that plant. So there there's, there's your Nissan tie in. That there's the tie-in. It's well done. Uh, typical of Mercedes. I know you've experienced this. The nav system is not terribly intuitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you tell it what you want, we have voice control. Then finally, um, you get what you want. But it's not a simple system. Uh, overall, uh, it's a heck of a good car. But uh, it, it there, you know, there are pluses and minuses, and it takes a little bit of getting used to. Mm-hmm. But it is comfortable. Well, I'll tell you, I've got an engine to drop in there. They have a Mercedes <laughs> AMG 416 horsepower, two liter inline four. What, you ready for an engine swap? That would pep it up a little bit. Okay, I dare. I would expect that this engine uh, is going to cost a few hundred dollars. <laughs> yes, just a few hundred. <laughs> it would pep it up, though, wouldn't it? It sure would. Uh, it, it's not slow, but mm-hmm. it's you know it's pretty modest. Okay, okay, um, and it's it's quite a transition because the A class when it came out, it was like a little. Um, economy box sort of you know that's uh, right in europe it was the base car they used it at driving schools and things like that they had a version that had two sets of controls boy i'd like to buy one of those used wouldn't that be funny <laughs> <laughs> so anyway that would be thanks for the review less and hey thanks for listening to cruise control radio your on-air automotive magazine check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com where you can like us on facebook follow us on twitter all there time for me to say i'm fred staub i'm les jackson we're gonna see you down the road bye Cruise Control Radio is your on-air automotive magazine. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com for more information.